Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. You want to start it? <laughs> just that you're staring at each other. Uh. So, hey guys, hey welcome guys. back to uh, another episode of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Um, I had pizza. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in so long. Yeah. That was actually so a lie. I. That was a lie. I just said we had right pizza there. on Friday. I didn't have pizza oh, on you Friday, didn't? but I had like a bite of pizza the next day. You had cold pizza in the fridge. Oh yeah, I did. But I like really had pizza. I had like four pieces of pizza. That's that's impressive. Last night. Well, and pretty, hot wings. I'm pretty sure I had the equivalent of four pieces. I was telling you because I had a piece. We we went for our friend's birthday party, and she does Pizza Friday, and so she's been doing it for how long? Oh my gosh, I don't know. She committed. I don't know. She's she made a commitment like a really long time ago with to a do friend or something. Pizza Fridays, and she's done it every Friday. Yeah, Courtney. Anyway, so she had a birthday party and she had pizza delivered and couldn't say no. You were good. You had some self control, but I think it was like in the back of your brain, and that's why you were like, "I gotta have pizza." Honestly, it's because they brought it out when we remember it arrived when we were at Beer Thirty. Yeah, and I was like too drunk. I was like not drunk enough yet for pizza. <laughs> But I was, right. but I was drunk enough to be like, it didn't register that that was pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and well, then I had a piece there and then everybody left my house and I ate one in bed. Dude, I would have done that too. Yeah. But those slices are like the, the equivalent of two mm-hmm. per. They're so, so I'm good. pretty sure I had four pieces. You guys been to Santa Cruz? Pizza in my heart. Oh, pretty bomb. So good. Well, yesterday, um, well, I was asked how long of a ride like a road bike ride, what I need to go on for me to have pizza afterwards. <laughs> and I said, Ooh, at least 40 miles. Dang. Okay. So we went on. Didn't you do 50? Well, or did you do 40? I did 46.8 because my tire, uh, went flat again for the fourth time. And I had to wait on the side of the road because I didn't have any more CO2 cartridge to like put air in it. Yeah. Turns out there's something in my tire, so it wasn't the tube. Oh, so it just keeps just kept going flat. Yes, and like I was so mad, so I didn't go my whole fifty. Well, forty six is good enough. Yeah, You're so only short four. So we, uh, I hadn't. Okay, well, I am a night eater. <laughs> no, you're not just you're like I'm a, a middle of the night middle eater. of the night eater like until like what three a.m. 4 a.m. Well, I like, I usually wake up about hungry. three. Well, you wake up eat. hungry too. Yeah. yeah. And then I go to bed. And then when I wake up, I'm like, I need to eat something. <laughs> first so, thing. So like first thing when I finally like, like a got, pregnant woman. <laughs> when I finally like, got like out of <laughs> no, bed this pregnant. morning. No, <laughs> no, I'm not pregnant. No. When I finally got out of bed yesterday morning, I was making breakfast um, and I ended up not really eating anything because I actually had already been eating. <laughs> <laughs> like in your sleep? No, I just like had gotten up a few times like oh, okay. too early to like want to get out of bed. Right. But for sure awake, awake enough to be like, 
No, I'm not. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> so I ate some stuff and then we left to go on a bike ride. Um, Stopped at Starbucks to get a few because we actually didn't have like enough snacks for how long of a ride we we're going on. Mm-hmm. So we grabbed like some bars, like Perfect Foods bars, things like that. To be exact, I had a Perfect Foods bar. Okay. I had a string cheese. Okay. And I had another like fruit bar they have there. It's uh-huh. like made, it's like just fruit. It was like blueberries like a, and strawberries like or something. Like a fruit roll up, but like of. a healthy one. Yeah. Those. Anyways, finish my, my bike ride. I want hot wings and pizza and Gatorade. I didn't have Gatorade. <laughs> we came home. Uh, my cousin was here. Friends over ordered two pizzas from Woodstock's. Oh, gluten-free yeah, crust mm-hmm. and they only came in larges with gluten-free crust i was like okay well we Shoot. better get large <laughs> yeah and then some hot wings and i was eating while we were waiting to pick this up mm-hmm. i had to get all my snacks out i was starving <laughs> <laughs> so i had like four bags of different types of like veggie chips <laughs> oh my god you love those <laughs> loves the veggie chips. and my mom just sent me homemade salsa so i had that out had like you know, all these different dips out, <laughs> nice. olives out. I was just eating all these snacks. And then I had some pizza. Um, we watched a movie and I thought, you know what? I never eat pizza. I'm for sure going to be hungry again in like a couple hours. This is at like seven. So I'm like, I'm going to leave that out because I'm probably going to heat it up in the microwave and eat some more. Shouldn't have done that. Why? Because my stomach hurts today. <laughs> won't go into that after our last episode like the one episode that we talked about crapping ourselves yes yeah well yeah, uh, back and to I'm- veggie chips so remember you were uh, so Brooke was telling me that she was trying to find veggie chips remember yeah you were like yeah I was like really wanted veggie chips so I you said you went through your fridge and we're trying oh. to find old <laughs> vegetables <laughs> I I was in my fridge and I was like pulling out these Wow, you're going to make your own veggie chips? That is commitment. I was like, (laughs) I wanted like some dip. Mm -hmm. And I also was like, I need to watch my, you know, carbohydrates are bad or whatever. (laughs) So I'm in my fridge and I'm like, what can I use for like a healthy-ish snack that could also be a great vessel for putting this dip in my mouth? (laughs) And I was like, I have these carrots and celery sticks, and I pulled them both out. Celery, I was like, yeah, I was that's like, how do you probably make that bad. <laughs> I should throw that away. Um, the carrots, I was going to start slicing it into like really thin pieces for chips, <laughs> right? And then I kid you not, I tricked myself, which we talk about with Katie all oh the God, time, Katie's tricking ourselves. Love that. Trick yourself. Somehow I did successfully trick myself because I thought my veggie chips were all gone, right? Right. Because the night before, had friends over for barbecue. And I think DJ was here. You were going to be here. And um, I just didn't look far enough. Into the back of the pantry. In the back of the pantry. You did Because what I did is I bought two bags. Because I knew that we would eat one bag. But I knew that I would want some later. And so you hid it from yourself. I accidentally (laughs) looked lower. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. You were like, hmm, what would Brooke have done? Where would she have put those? I feel like Brooke's so much smarter than just running (laughs) out. Well, so Katie, I immediately texted you. I was like, I tricked myself. <laughs> I know. So Katie and I had this argument before and it was basically, um, she came to dinner and she was talking about how I think it was peanut butter I, I, or something like that. And she was like, Oh, you know, I like, I tried to trick myself. So I put the peanut butter in the back of the, in the back of the pantry or above the fridge or something. She's like, uh, but then I found it. 
So I didn't trick myself. And I'm like, well, you know why? Because you knew where it because was. Because you were the one putting it there. And so we, we went, we had this whole argument. So it's this ongoing joke about, well, Can that's not actually true. Well, yourself. I don't know if it's tricking yourself or if it's just forgetting. I think it's probably forgetting. Yeah. But we'll call it trick yourself. Yeah. Okay. I do find that I still have, and which you haven't tried any of them. I have all of the cookies my mom sent. Oh, that's right. You guys, my mom was here for a while and we were working on the, uh, working at the gym before our new gym got opened and all the boys are talking about cookies and my mom, um, my dad's leaving for a couple of weeks. My dad's retiring and you know, my mom's like, I've been baking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, thank God I'm not home. I know. Uh, she's like, what kind of cookies do you want? She wanted to make some, some treats and send them to me for me and my friends. She starts asking the boys like Steven wants oatmeal raisin. Yeah. Like what's your favorite cookie? Um, Daniel wants just chocolate chip, but she made him her cowboy cookies with chocolate chips. Oh, he loves those. Yes. Yeah. Um, Gina wanted, and I kid you not, my mom knocked this out of the ballpark. It is better than the actual thing. She made truffle Samoa oh cookies. My God. I know, and I haven't had them yet. I'm so excited. Oh, and she made homemade Oreos. Oh my God. And then she made these cookies called PMS cookies. I was like, thanks mom. <laughs> um, that actually is two Ritz crackers and she took peanut butter and a thin layer between the two and then like marshmallow f- fluff. Oh my God. Made a sandwich and then chocolate dipped it. Stop it. So they're all in my freezer, which I do find if I have like snacks or things in my freezer, I don't go there very often. Well, yeah, you have to wait for them to thaw. I don't wait. <laughs> you just eat them frozen. <laughs> I do. The Samoa's are really I'd good actually. i probably break a tooth or something. The my Samoas teeth are getting all gnarly the in Samoas, their old age. <laughs> the Samoa's are soft enough to, to, to eat. To bite in there? Yeah. Okay. Well, so we'll I'm only those. taking one. So thank you, Leslie, for what we need to do is I need to we need to take them and give them to their owners. Yeah, (laughs) we'll do a cookie delivery today. I'm not the owner. Scout cookies. Anyways, so now that we're done bullshitting, Uh, so we just got back. We just got back from Utah. Yeah, your first time. My first time. It was really cool. I wish I had more time to like really like see more. Yeah. But uh, Brooke took me on like a little tour of Salt Lake, which was really cool. Got to see some uh, cool sights. And then uh, we went from there to Park City. Mm-hmm. And that was gorgeous. Really beautiful. It is really pretty up there. Yeah. I still want to go to the southern part because you said it looks really different. Right? Totally different. Yeah. We were in Salt Lake, well, Park City, for the first FNX ambassador retreat. And the ambassador tr- retreat, or, you know, anyone can really be an ambassador for the brand or for, you know, like there are people that are on like my team, Mm -hmm. you know, and they became ambassadors through um, the resilience line, which is my protein line. And they had a a retreat to get together with some of the ambassadors, hear their story and then hang out with one another and just do a lot of, um, there was some like presenting involved, which I didn't realize I was going to be talking until about like three days before we got there. <laughs> I know. Well, I, okay. So Brooke says to me, you had mentioned it before and you were like, Hey, do you want to go to Utah with me? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like depends on my schedule. blah. blah. And then, uh, as it got closer, you were like, well, do you want to go? And I think that was like a Monday. Yeah. And then I was like, well, am I going? And then you booked, uh, we booked it like Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Brooke's assistant, Devin sends me the itinerary on Wednesday and we're leaving (laughs) at 9am on Thursday and I'm a planner and I'm like, so first of all, I'm not in the best shape. 
I mean, the shape that I'd like to be in. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to go somewhere where I have to wear a bathing suit, I would have liked to have like tried to get a little bit of a tan or something or got like self tanner, you know, or like if it's hundred degree weather, I would have liked to have bought some shorts that fit me, <laughs> you know? And so I'm looking at this itinerary and it's literally like yoga, 6am hike, 6am work, beach workout, like all like the things that I'm like, Oh boating. my God, boating, like all the things that I am, I'm not very outdoorsy. And so I'm like texting Brooke at, I don't know, three o'clock, 3pm on Wednesday going, Oh my God, because you sold it to me as you can just go and just relax. Well, at this point, <laughs> at this point, and I'm like, what? At this point, I didn't even know the itinerary. <laughs> I know. All I knew is they were like, you don't have to be to everything. You know, right. so to me, I'm thinking, well, Gina's been working her ass off putting this gym together. Come. So I don't have to be by myself. <laughs> right. And we and can, it was very you know, sweet. We can you hang wanted out. me to have we, a real, We can yeah. go to some of the Yeah, it was a some nice of the little vacation. Get togethers, we can get dinner, you know, all these things. We'll be in Park City. It's wonderful there. And then I saw the right itinerary and I was like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. But we we got in. Uh, we got in pretty early. Everyone started getting in, like all of the ambassadors <clears throat> that like early evening. We met at the FNX HQ, did a workout, and then had like a little dinner there mm-hmm. and then we all we drove up and they bust up to park city um it was already pretty late that the next the early morning yoga they had canceled and moved it right and so it started with the beach day yeah so it was a beach yeah. day and we did a little workout nothing nothing crazy just to move camille leblanc bazinet she was there she's mm-hmm. a an athlete for fnx2 and she her and dave her husband dave lipson ran a little workout. And then we all just basically hung out, played sand volleyball. I beat the shit out of myself because sand volleyball at this lake <laughs> is like an inch of sand and, and then just like, rock. Yeah. It feels like concretes underneath it. Yeah. And yeah. I was, I was, uh, you were diving, diving, shucking and jiving. <laughs> I came home with just scrapes up my legs and on my butt. <laughs> just like jungle the, ball hitting the, hitting the sand so hard. Oh my gosh. But yeah. It was really cool. Um, Every night there were different people that spoke. So the athletes that were there, it was me, Cole Sager, Camille, and then um, Jacob Hepner mm-hmm. and Adrian Conway. All super nice people. Yes. And it was so funny because all of us kind of found out we were, you know, presenting and we could talk on anything we wanted. We could do Q&A, whatever. So the first day, Cole goes first. And Jake and Jacob looks over at me and he goes, you're doing a Q and a, right? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> right. Like we're already thinking like, you don't how, have the, something how prepared. the hell are we going to follow up this? And, uh, and then Camille goes another great talk. Um, me and Jacob went the next day <clears throat> and you guys were is, both great. Yeah. And this is classic me. I have nothing planned. I'm thinking, I'm just going to like talk a little bit and then just do Q and a. Right. I just didn't shut up for like never an got hour. to the Q and a. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even do Q and a, but everyone, good though. Yeah, everyone loved it. And everyone was so sweet. Like yeah. all the people that came and did it, except for that one guy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was, act- I'm sure he was a nice guy. So there Brooke was and one I- guy who just, he <laughs> sometimes would put his foot in his mouth, but he didn't notice it, but Gina noticed it. Well, I noticed. Well, cause <laughs> so on the beach day, I'm already like, you know, as some people do feeling a little insecure in my bathing suit, you know, she was, and everyone's and like she's 20 still- years younger. Her and I, we think to ourselves this sometimes well, all the time. We're like, well, 
I mean, this is what I look this like. This is what so it is. Here we, here we <laughs> this go. This is what I'm working with. Here we go. So uh, Brooke and I decide, you know, we're going to walk up to the marina. So the guy's like, oh, hey, can I walk? Can I walk with you guys? And we're like, yeah, sure. So he like comes up with us. We get our stuff at the marina. We're walking back. Brooke gets on the phone. So she's like kind of lagging back. And he and I are walking, uh, you know, ahead. And, and granted, we had just done the beach workout. Yeah, this is right after we had just done this workout. Right. And we changed our suits, blah, blah. Anyway, so we're walking back. And he looks at me and he goes, so you don't work out? (laughs) (laughs) And I go, um, well, yeah, I mean like five days a week, sometimes six, but I guess it doesn't show. And he didn't even say anything. He wasn't even like, oh no, that's not what I meant. Or, or you know, no, you look really great. Or he was just like, just started laughing. And you're like, like, uh, this is horrible. So yeah, I felt really good about myself after that. She didn't didn't even tell me about this until like later in the day. Cause she probably knew if, if she would have told me, I'd have been like, what the fuck? I know. know. Just like full on defending my honor. (laughs) No, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I mean, I, I, I actually, I kind of deal with it a lot, I guess, because I meet a lot of different people. Yeah. And they usually, you know, they ask questions or uh, sometimes their questions, may, they may have not like thought it through all the way. So it comes across or comes out very. Yeah. That guy seemed, like he that. seemed a little unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll just say that. Gina's like, uh, I don't know how to respond to you. I didn't. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was fun. It was a good time overall. Yeah, it was a lot of sure. fun. I'm sure they're going to do more of those, actually. Uh, if I take you to another one, I'll make sure you actually get to relax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> or or that we like have some time to see some more sites. Yeah, so anyway, it was, it was a good time. Uh, it was funny, though, uh, when we got to the first workout, uh, I was like, oh crap, do I have to work out? And you were like, no, no, no. And I was like, okay, perfect. I'll just like film. And then after when they did, uh, they all kind of sat down and the guy who owns FNX mm-hmm. had uh, talked about his company, really cool company, great message. And then wanted everybody to stand up oh, and yeah. talk about themselves. <laughs> okay. And, and it I wasn't, hate it, yeah, that. it wasn't Tim. Adrian was like, we want to, you know, we don't want to uh, take a long time. Yeah. But I want, we basically wanted to hear just that he said, I want all of you to stand up, introduce yourself, and then just say why you're here. Right. Right. And I look at Brooke and I go, am, not, I gonna, am I going to have to get up? And you're like, no. I look at her no. and I'm like, no, you don't have to. No. And so, and it's like 25 people, right? Which took forever. It took forever. I mean, because, really cool stories. Yeah. And you know. People are, you know, talking about why they're there and all that. I mean, life stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so everyone gets done and I think I've like skated by and he looks over and he goes, we have one more. We have one more. <laughs> and, like, and I look at I look at him and I go, I told her she didn't have to. <laughs> I just stood up and said something stupid. I can't remember what I said. I'm Gina. <laughs> and I'm just here because Brooke invited me. <laughs> Gina's think, here. She's my emotional, emotional support. support <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got put on the spot a couple times. But it was a lot of fun. And it was uh fun. 
I'm happy you got to experience Utah in the summertime. If you guys haven't been to Northern Utah, well, I'm from Southern Utah, but for sure, Northern Utah in the summertime is, um, it's amazing. The weather's great. Um, The summer nights is probably what I miss the most from Utah Mm -hmm. because you can just be outside. Yeah. T-shirt and shorts, tank top, whatever, like all day long. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. All right, guys, we are going to do some more q and I put it out on my Instagram, and we also got a lot of good feedback from the last time we did Q&A. You guys really like it, obviously, because then you get your questions, questions answered. answered. Are you going to take it away? Yeah. Well, first of all, didn't DJ write in? Yeah, DJ always so writes our in. our friend always writes in. Here's the <laughs> top two questions. <laughs> if you were in Santa Cruz, where would you work out? Is the gym at 3065 Carriker Lane open? <laughs> Yeah, guys. CrossFit West He's is always at plugging the gym. 3065 Carriker <laughs> Lane. That's C-A-R-R-I-K-E-R Lane. Yep. And he also says, how was it starting the newest, hottest gym in Santa Cruz? <laughs> so silly. Well, I didn't start it, but being involved was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty cool gym. If you guys are in Santa Cruz, you should come check it out for sure. Are you looking up another one? Yep. How have you, this is wake underscore snow underscore chick 27. How have you stayed positive through injuries, especially your shoulder needing some inspo? Um, for me, it's, I mean, throughout the process of my neck and throughout the process of my shoulders and everything like that, there's always kind of always up and down. Um, you know, like my mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, but I've, I've found that the best way for me to get through recovery or, you know, uh, speed bumps in like your training, especially if it has to do with injury is reframing the way you think about it and the way you look at it. So for me, it's, I had to really look at the big picture and the reality of, I plan to kind of train always 
and work out always. Mm-hmm. And I was always so scared. I was so terrified of getting fat. Right. Cause yeah, you have to really dial your food like, in. Like I was like really terrified of it. Yeah. And I think that's a big fear that stem like causes a lot of like my anxiety anyways. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I don't think I was able to thought I put a, I couldn't really notice pinpoint that, but now I was, really do yeah. pinpoint that that does cause a lot of stress or mm-hmm. not as much anymore, but did for a long time. Um, and what I realized is, well, I'm not just going to like, you're not just going to go off on a bender. You're not going to never train again. You know, your body might, your body needs to recover. You have to take this time to fix the problem or you'll never be able to push it to the max or push it to a point of, you know, high enough stress to have change. Right. You don't want to screw yourself up like long-term. Yeah. So for me, it was changing my mind frame of instead of looking at it like this sad thing is happening to me and I'm falling behind and I can't train and blah, blah, blah. I really looked at it like I get to take this period of time, which in the big picture is a very small, it's a very short period of time and rest Mm -hmm. and experience things that I wouldn't have been able to experience, which will allow me to understand my body. I can be more relatable. I can offer more help and support and advice to people that are looking for it. And for me, it was for sure from my neck. When I finally got to start working out again, I get to experience things for the first time again. Right. Because there was a lot of things. I mean, most Mm -hmm. things I couldn't do anymore. Right. I didn't have the strength, all of this. And so it was, I had to do so much rehabilitation work and accessory work to just gain strength in my shoulders and my neck and, you know, to even be able to do things that we do that are pretty basic. Um, even like a holding a push-up position, you know? Right. So like yeah. I had to really start over. And what was cool is I haven't had like firsts in a long time. Right. Like the you, first pull-up you do. Mm-hmm you know, your first like hand your first stand. successes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got to experience all of those firsts for a second time and enjoy my training. Yeah. Versus for, for years, my training was enjoyable, but it was always, there was always this stress of, I need to be this. I need to have this. I need to do this. I'm, you know, it's, you're always measuring yourself up against your, your time and against your teammates times or weights you're lifting or your, your, your competition and I was forced to slow down mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I forced because there's no way I ever would have made the decision to like not train as much or let myself really recover right. and, and rest for and a long time. maybe just really take the time to appreciate what your body can yes. do and what it can learn, especially yeah. after such a big injury. Yep. And then being able to see that too and experience what your body can do. Right. You know, uh, it's very easy for people to look at top level athletes, whether you're looking at their performance or you're looking at their body and be like, oh yeah, that's fake. Oh yeah, they cheated. Oh yeah, this. Because it just is so, it's so extreme and is so far from where you might currently be in your ability or your strength or your, you know, your sport. Right. Um, that it seems like it's unattainable, but that's not true. <laughs> it is attainable, but you have to be working on it all the time. And you're always getting better. Um, And that was one of those things where like, it can be very scary to want to take a break or it can be extremely scary to be like, I am actually forced to not be able to train because I know that in my sport, people get better every single day. 
no one's taking big rests. Right. No one's taking these like off seasons, right? So it's, and a lot of people train that way. You train knowing like you got to outwork everyone else, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, it was, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything about it. There was nothing I could do. It was all out of my control. So all I could do was try and gain something from that period of time that I wasn't maxing out and getting new PRs. I had to, how can I utilize this experience that, you know, can, is very sad and hard, but in my life and the sort of like business I've created, you know, a lot of the things I'm and doing grown, and, yeah. and, and just growing as a person and, you know, this uh, platform that has, I've built that allows me to inspire and help other people. How can I take this experience and make it better for them and for me? Right. And it was being able to change it from being so, just thinking about everything so like negative, negative. or like yeah, half you have to change empty, yourself right? talk, right? And then turning it into like, my body is an amazing thing. Um, if you want something, you have to work hard for it. And I plan on training for the rest of my life. I love being active. I love playing sports. I love going outside and doing a lot of things that if my body is not strong and healthy, I don't think I'll ever really be able to do those things to the capacity that I want to. Right. Yeah. Even as much as like being pulled behind a boat. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's very important that I heal or lifelong. A lot of those things I may not be able to do you know, as much as I have enjoyed doing them. Right. And then also too, trying to grow from it as much as possible, which just makes me more valuable um, to all of you. And me. And you. And me. Yeah. And being like vulnerable enough to just talk about it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's the reality. Well, I think people are surprised when they hear you talk about that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know at the, actually at, at the, the retreat, FNX, a lot of people were like, I didn't know you felt that way. Well, and Cole, or, Cole, Cole, yeah. Cole made, uh, gave me a compliment, Cole Sager, and he said, you know, he complimented me on my like courage and ability to be so vulnerable mm-hmm. with people. Right. It's important. And, um, and you know, I, I recognize that, but I also think I've got to a point where I just do it so much that I don't, I don't realize that that actually is very hard. Well, for some people. Yeah, yeah for sure. T underscore, underscore nickel. Will you bring the podcast videos on YouTube back? Eventually, yes. Yeah. 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 Just a lot of, a lot I mean, of I love not doing the videos. And honestly, okay, <laughs> here's, be what, honest. here's what happened. <laughs> I okay? hate being on video. When we had been doing them, uh, we were going to LA. That's where we were, we were recording in a studio in LA. And there they videoed the whole thing and also recorded it. So when, when we got the Rodecaster Pro, so we can actually record at home, um, I started getting my camera out and setting it up to video. Right. Um, and then it, we would run out of batteries a lot. <laughs> yeah, we would. <laughs> like yeah. every single time. I know. And, and um, I like being in my pajamas with no makeup. And <laughs> <laughs> eating pizza. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to see what I'm really doing. <laughs> and, you know, I tried like, you know, we'd be talking and then every once in a while I'd get up and go and check the camera and make sure it was, you still had battery and all that. Right. And it'd be fine. It'd be fine. And then all of a sudden we'd finish and, we'd be and like, I'd go shit. to the camera and it's like dead. And I'm like, well, shit, I have no idea when it stopped recording. Right. So uh, we will eventually, yeah, we'll, we'll get our, we'll get our shit together eventually. But I hope, I hope for now, I mean, I understand why people, I mean, people like to put, we were talking to Stephanie, Stephanie does our nails and she was, 
saying how she listens to a lot of podcasts and she really liked being able to see the people, you know, she said she felt like more connected that way. So I understand why people want it. So yes, we will do it again, but it's not my, not my favorite thing to do. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you guys why I'm laughing. It's not. (laughs) Thoughts on weed. Thoughts on weed. Raymond HVH. Huh. Do you know what's your thought on weed? Well, I have children. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My thoughts on weed. I don't. Okay. So as a mom, I, I had, you know, my kids all smoked weed. Unfortunately. Tell a story of like when you, when you found it for the first time. So all of my kids, so my older, my older three are all very close in age. And so I think they were all like a sophomore in high school. And I literally, I'd gone to like one of those, I don't know if everybody knows what Bunko is, but it's like a, it's basically, they call it Drunko. So it's like a bunch of women get, I mean, or men could get together and they do this like dice game. And it's kind of like a way to like kind of get out of the house and, you know, hang out with the ladies. And all so the housewives. I, all the housewives. And so um, somebody was like wanting me to come and be like an alternate, you know. I think they were in, they were interviewing me. <laughs> they didn't let me in. Um, so I had gone to the house and we had played this. And it was so funny because we had just been talking. Someone was talking about drugs or whatever. And I said, no, nah, you know, I really don't think my kids are into that, which is so common for parents. And all I would say to those parents who think that they are so close with their kids and their kids tell them everything. It's like their kids are telling them everything maybe about other kids, but not always about themselves. And I would just say still keep an eye open. So anyway, moving forward. Um, And I just said, like, I don't think they're doing that. I've been so lucky, blah, blah, blah. So this is like a Tuesday night, right? I drive home and my older kids, they all lived upstairs. Like all their rooms were yeah. upstairs. And so um, I didn't always go and say goodnight. I mean, they were like sophomores at this point. And I'd already said goodbye. And so when I got home, it was kind of late. And I see one of the lights turn off upstairs. I'm like, oh, someone's still awake. I'm going to go up and say goodnight to all the kids. So I go, or actually Joey, Joey was at his mom's. I'm his stepmom. And so it was just Kylie and Jordan. And so I go straight to Kylie's room first. I knock on the door. She answers the door. Sorry, Kylie. I'm talking about you right now. And she has this weird look on her face and she kind of won't let me in. And we kind of have this, we had this rule about not locking your door. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her door, you know, I would always knock, but her door was locked. And so she came in, she opened it and I said, babe, don't, don't lock your door at night. And she was like, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I'm naked. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. All right. Well, good night. She's like, good night. And you know, kind of weird. So I go into Jordan's room and I walk in his room and all of his windows are open and he's, it's like dark. Right. Uh-huh. And he's acting like he's asleep. And I go, Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you fucking smoking weed in here? Are you, Whoa. Are you smoking weed in here? It smells like weed in here. And he, <laughs> after she's just had this conversation, <laughs> literally like, my kids, but two never. hours after. And so I go, you know, and he, he like, sits up and he goes like no and I go you're lying oh my god and he literally he looks at me and he just like starts like kind of looking like he's gonna cry and he's like okay I know I smoked weed and I'm like oh my god what is wrong with you I can't believe this and he's like I swear to god it's the first time and I go it's a Tuesday night (laughs) that's commitment (laughs) like 
you for sure, this is not your first time. I can't. And then he's like, you know, cause he's high. He's like all freaking out. And I'm like, I remember I just kept saying, Oh, sorry. Am I harshing your high? <laughs> like killing so, my, killing my vibe. Yeah, and so I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my and God. so I go downstairs and Nico's asleep and I go, Nico, do you know what our kids are doing upstairs? They're smoking weed. And he's like, what? And so anyway, we're like totally destroyed, right? Like our kids are druggies or, well, no, we just thought it was Jordan at the yeah. time. So then the next morning I come out and I've been thinking about it and I see Kylie in the kitchen and I go, were you smoking weed last night with your brother? <laughs> and she just, she can't lie for anything. And she just looks at me, she goes, yes. And I was like, oh, now it's two kids that were smoking weed. Oh my God. And so like, I'm calling drug counselors while they're at school and like all this stuff. So they get home from school and I sit down and I'm like, all right, you guys, you know, I'm crazy. I'm, I'm going to, I will march to your school. I will find out who you, who your dealer is. You better tell me who that is. Blah, blah, blah. And they go, it was Joey, <laughs> our other kid. So one of our kids got the weed for the other two kids. So now I'm like, I went from one kid smoking weed to all the kids are on weed and Joey's probably dealing weed. And I was like, I'm the freaking mother of the year right now. Oh like, God. are you kidding? So anyway, yes. Yeah, so that was, that was my weed story with them. And then they still joke about it. Cause like, we were like, I took their doors off their hinges or no, their doorknobs off. They didn't get your, your sister had the door. Yeah. My take, sister the had door their doors the taken off. Yeah. No, I took their doorknobs off and they didn't, they didn't have doorknobs for like a month oh and I was drug testing them. And yeah. That's so, so and now they smoke weed here and there, I'm sure. But you know, they're adults now and responsible. I worry about when they're so young that they can't make good decisions about, uh, what do you call that? Um, moderation. Oh yeah. Okay. Being able to do something in moderation and, and all of that, you know, like when they're, when they're younger like that and their brains are still forming and all that, I just, I really worry about them just going, you know, it's, <laughs> it's the gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, the first time I smoked weed was in college. How the first time that? I drank alcohol was my second year of college. I know you were a good kid. I just, I I'm, wasn't. The, I'm the youngest of four and my oldest two siblings, you know, they, they're the, they were the ones that got into more trouble. And I've always been like a, someone who watches, right. Observes and watches mm -hmm. people and, and Typical what they're doing youngest and child. Like yes. Yeah. So, um, I are back to the, your thought on weed. Well, I think if you want to smoke weed. Yeah, if you want it, and that's that's being, your decision. Yeah. I think that Gina's right when it comes to people that are are young, young adults. Um, or even when they're older. Yeah, I depends. Think you just I, I think you do it. Like, if you can do it and it's in moderation, it's not harming anything in your life. Yeah. Taking uh, over. Also, people use it for different things. Like, my nephew sure. has seizures. Right. And so, my brother actually, he uses a CBD, but his is a, a full spectrum so it also has thc in it but it's more cbd and he takes drops of that to help with his seizures um and then there's a lot of people that use it for pain right. you know and, and i have friends that have been through surgeries and, and dealt with you know opioid stuff and so i 100 percent am uh, supportive of people using it for like pain management like it's right. a much healthier better option right well and here in california it's <clears throat> legal yeah it's legal here so um, no, I don't really smoke weed and no, it's not because I think it's bad. I just told you, I don't think it's bad. It's because I get really hungry. 
100 percent worried about eating more yeah. i don't really get hungry i just get like super unotivated so i don't really i don't smoke weed either yeah for me it's I like will, i will uh edibles at night have a edible at night like yeah, a i tried gummy I, or yeah, something. i tried doing that because i don't sleep that great mm-hmm. um the only thing i found but i also have like, these melatonin gummies oh but right it's i have the same problem with that too like sometimes i'll do that and i sleep really well Right. But I just feel like Groggy. it takes me, it takes me longer to like get going in the morning. And right. I'm, a, I like being a morning person. Well, when I got him, uh, the guy said, okay, take one, but like at eight, you know, like way before you would like normally fall asleep, mm-hmm. like, you know, as long as you're like not driving or whatever and then see how you feel. And, uh, so I took one and I was like laying down. I thought, wow, I, maybe I, I don't really feel it. Like maybe I should take another one. Cause he said like, wait, like one or two hours. And then I remember like I got up to walk to the bathroom and I was like, Whoa. So I just stuck with the one <laughs> that's, that's it for me. Yeah. I've, uh, other than that. Yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah. And I don't, we don't really have any friends that really big no. weed smokers or anything. I had, I mean, I knew more people in, in college. I smoked were. a lot of weed my junior year. Yeah. Yeah. So much that I think I was just like an idiot all of senior year (laughs) it lasted a whole other year that was it for me all right we have a question from charlie wads 89 Mm -hmm. how long does it take for a body transformation with a few cheats in there well it depends depends on on the person yeah and it depends on the transformation right because transformation like for instance, for in, for instance, for instance, for instance, right now, uh, we are open for a new eight week transformation challenge with the Naked program. You guys, check it out. Uh, winner gets a full outfitted home gym or garage gym. That's awesome. Yeah, from Tidex Fitness, and then two runners up, runner ups, runners. Oh, yeah, up. we went already with it. <laughs> runners up, I think. Runners up. Yeah. Um, we'll get also a, equipment for a garage gym, but not a fully outfitted one. Uh. It depends on your transformation. For us, we're not just looking for weight loss. We, you know, it could be weight loss. It could be weight gain. It could be strength. Um, strength. It could be just, you know, maybe it's more of like a mental um, and physical, whatever. All kinds of transformations can happen. So body transformation, um, how extreme it is, is going to be your time. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's not something that can is going to happen overnight. Uh, it takes, think about how long it took you to get to where you are and then how long right. you think it's going to take you to get back. It's also a lot harder to like gain muscle than it is to like drop weight. So, and if you're like, my transformation is to get stronger and get bigger, then that's going to take some time and a lot of hard work. As far as cheats go, I stopped doing cheat meals uh, years ago. Right. Um, because a couple reasons. You could look at the way I eat now and say, oh, that's a cheat. Well, for me, it's a, it's a mental thing. Um, if I start calling certain foods or things cheats, I automatically feel bad about them. It's like I'm putting this negative connotation on that food or maybe it's like that holiday party or it's that dinner with my friends right. or my cheat is my night, my dinner with my girlfriends on Friday night. And when you start putting all of these thoughts and feelings when you don't even realize it around an event or a food or a drink or whatever you start making yourself feel I, I should speak for myself I start making myself feel like I can't have that this is bad right instead but of just 
when we come back to like what Gina said about, we were talking about drugs, but the same as for food moderation. Right. You know, I, it's a matter of if your goal is a, let's say your goal is to lose 20 pounds. The only way to do that is to restrict calories and work out. I mean, you have to cut back on the food that make you fat and you have to work out. You have to exercise and eat clean. You know, things with lots of sodium, sugar, and fat, those are the foods that will usually make you fat. Make you fat. And they're also the ones that taste the best. Yep. So it's always going to come down to how bad do you want it. Right. Um, like I knew I was going to eat pizza on Friday. So I just ate really well and really like tried to restrict like my fat and my carbs that day so that I could yeah. eat pizza. And I and just but- didn't account for the one I ate in bed. <laughs> if you were, if you, if you closed your eyes, it didn't happen. Right. Um, but yeah, so I think that one, don't think about, well, I don't, I don't really think that having cheat meals is a, a great way to do a diet. Um, one, because even if you're trying to have a body transformation, you really should just be eating, a, eating in a way that is something you can maintain for a long period of time. Exactly. You'll just be eating less, right? right? Um, or more, depending on what you want. But you should always be eating healthy, good food. Um, I think sometimes people do these diets too, or what, the, what they consider a diet where they eat really well all week. Mm-hmm. And then like, well, I mean, I eat so great during the week and then the weekends they just go freaking haywire. Yeah. And you can do that. But if you're well, like, you're not going to get the yeah, results if you're, you want. If you're eating with a goal in mind of like a transformation, like I want abs or I want a summer body or whatever, or you're working towards competition, whether it's bodybuilding, physique, or a CrossFit competition, whatever, the more times you have little hiccups, the longer it will take. Right. You know? So I guess it comes down to kind of how bad do you want it? And also, if you cut all of those things out or the, you know, few times that you let yourself indulge in some food or drinks that you, you really love, mentally for your mental health or your you know, um, your quality of life or whatever is that going to go down if you completely cut something out then you also have to think about that there are non-negotiables people have like when you start working with like a, a new dietitian or someone they're probably if they're really good at what they do one they're going to look at your history your your uh health right, you usually your, like, keep it like a food journal yeah or your something. non-negotiables um your reasons why all these things, look at your goal. And then it's going to come down to like, what are you willing to get rid of? What are you willing to sacrifice to get from point A to point B? And if you have things you're not willing to sacrifice, then you're going to have to find other things you are willing to sacrifice. You're, you're going to have to, you know, figure that out. Um, I am not one to tell you that you can't have something. That's why I don't do cheat meals per se. But I am one to remind myself, for instance, like, when I would eat more in a way where I would cheat or have cheat meals, it was hard for me to control how much I had because I had, I had, I would, I would, I would eat in a way where like my thought about this thing was like, I'm never going to have it again. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Even though I had to start reminding myself like, Brooke, like you can have, like you don't need to have all of that right now you don't need to have all the cookies or all the peanut butter right (laughs) now cookies because it will still be available tomorrow right right it's like there that's not going anywhere you don't need to finish that now 
if you do, you're really sacrificing your, some of your goals or honestly, you do that and you're sacrificing your mental health of for the next week of the water retention you're going to have and how hard it's going to be for you to mentally get through that, even though in, in reality, you don't gain actual literal weight in one day of eating. Right. But if you're doing that all the time, then you slowly might be gaining actual literal weight. Oh, yeah, if you're doing it like Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So I know a lot of people, though, that they they function and they love the lifestyle of eating really clean all week and then not really counting or looking at specifics over the weekend and enjoying themselves. But they also probably don't have a specific goal in mind they're looking to, you know, they're working towards. It's going to sure. be hard. You know, it's not any body transformations is not easy. So I would say just ask yourself what you're willing to give up and then what kind of time frame you're looking at and how bad do you want it? And then let that sort of steer your decisions when yeah. it comes to what you eat. How long is your, uh, your transformation thing? Is that like an eight week eight thing? Weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll do one more question. Okay. Brooke, do you oh, eat sleep athlete? Huh? I mean, these are all on Instagram. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I thought that was a question. I'm all, Yes, yes, no. <laughs> I eat, I sleep. No, I'm not. Well, athlete. actually, I'm going to do two more questions because there's one that I'm going to give to Gina. Um, oh, Brooke, do you use long bike rides and runs to build endurance or do you do them for fun? Both. Yeah. And I I do them to build endurance, but honestly, I do them for cardio. Cardio. Yeah. Yeah. I really sweat it out. Yeah. Um, And it's really, I've found that like I can... I can ride, okay, if I train later in the day and if there's like intensity and CrossFit type type training later in the day, I almost can't sleep super well. Uh, That's why, well, not just reason why, but I like to train earlier in the day. But I found that I can like go on a hard bike ride in the evening. Yeah. And I sleep great. Oh, okay. Um, I can get a ton of work done. I can get a lot of cardio done and... If we're out in Santa Cruz, there's tons of climbing. So a lot of hard work on, you know, my lungs and my legs and everything like that. And so I've really fallen in love with it. And I can be out on my bike for a few hours and it doesn't feel like a big deal at all. Because um, the scenery is changing and it's beautiful here. I'm actually, we're going to get, Gina's going to start riding bikes with me. <laughs> I said to start me out slow though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This I one's all down. This one's for Gina. Okay. Go. I'm not going to try and pronounce this name. Uh, I'll spell it though. J-K-I-E-V-L-A-I-N-C-A. It's probably a first and last name or just a last name or just a bunch of letters. I don't know. Um, I started lifting weights. Uh, You're asking me this this question? This also could be like English is not first language. Okay. I'm going to read it as is. Okay. I started lifting weights with 39. Probably meant lifting weights at 39. Okay. Age. What is there for oh, me? Now to con- I know what you're asking. What me. is okay. there for me to consider? Should I train more? Uh, well, I mean, I always think as I wonder if that's a. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if it's male or female. I've said before, I think it's even more important for women, especially because, again, as I've said, we lose our muscle like much more rapidly as we get older, and I really feel like somebody like keeping your muscle really keeps you looking youthful. And so I would recommend anyone uh, at, at any age start lifting weights and start doing, you know, weight training. Um, as far as, what was the other part of the question? Saying what would you, like, is there anything to consider? 
would you say she should train, she or he should train more? More than, I mean, I don't know how much they're training. Yeah. But I mean, I would You're say probably at least like three, I would try to do at least like three days a week. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, you're more of the trainer well, than and I am, but. You, they mentioned their age when they started training, but we don't know how old you are right now. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that matters as much. I think that anytime as you're aging or anytime you just start weight training, I guess it doesn't really matter the age as long as you're starting low, like you're not trying to, you know, kill yourself doing heavy weight or something. Yeah. I mean, you, you're kind of building slowly. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, I think at least like three days a week, I mean, I try to weight train. Well, that one guy doesn't think I work out <laughs> at all. So this is for you. I, you know, I try to weight train probably four, four days a week. Yep. And I was doing a little bit more than that, but I realized I'm trying to find the balance of doing that and cardio. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I'm trying to do like two, you know, wad, like CrossFit wads. Um, like I do a Wednesday and a Sunday and then I try to do, you know, four days of weight training and that's just like back squat, bench press, deadlift. Um, and then with some other like accessory work in there. And so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, what's worked for me mm-hmm. so far. As we get older, it's a little bit harder to gain muscle mass Yeah, and, and, and to put on muscle is hard anyways. Right. So, yeah. You really have to up your protein. I've said that a million times too, but if you are weight training and you are older, then you need to up that mm-hmm. way Especially more women. than you are. Yes. Yep. Well, hopefully that helps. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully I think we answered the question. Um, it's hard. Like I, I've never, I had never really met people that didn't like to work out. Like I almost forgot when I, when I did wonder woman mm-hmm. was my first time kind of being in a whole different community oh right because you were with right? a lot of people that were kind of like like models actresses that were and just a lot heavily of heavily working out right is that what you're saying well did no I just, because i just confused you <laughs> <laughs> no when i did what i thought you were when i did at. when i did wonder woman there were a lot of people like to me it's like this way of life that has been instilled with me not only from my family and my upbringing but in crossfit right we all like everyone we just all care about what we're putting in our bodies and we care about what we eat and we care about getting exercise in right. and we care about, you know, a good balance and all this stuff. And it was the first time I had been around a lot of people that like, one, I hadn't been around so many people that smoked cigarettes like heavily. Oh yeah. Being in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> and, um, other than that, like me being a weirdo that worked out, like when we were filming, we'd have the weekend off. And that's when I was getting most of my training in. So I, everyone is recovering from like heavily drinking after the last day of work that week. <laughs> and you're out there working out. And I'm like out like, running. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. But yeah, I, you know, I forget that working out or doing weight training or doing Isn't these like things the is norm not the norm. Right. Yeah. So if, if you're wanting to get into it and maybe you just are, you're just really starting out and you want to start lifting a little bit more, just know that it takes a long time and a lot of hard work to make changes when it like to our body, but especially with like muscle. Right. So, well, and don't be embarrassed if you're older and going into a situation because, you know, most, a lot of gyms have like a lot of younger people. And I think that can be intimidating for some mm-hmm. older people. And I think that, um, you know, they don't want to go in and look like they're not lifting enough or whatever. And that really, nobody really cares. No one cares. You just got to go in and just start with the basics. And, and honestly, 
you really want to make sure you have things like knee sleeves, mm-hmm. you know, our, our joints, <laughs> you know, they're, we're aging. So, mm-hmm. you know, like things that are going to protect you like knee sleeves, you know, a weight belt. I'm telling you right now, like wrist, I've, wraps. wrist wraps, I've hurt my back and I've been like push pressing, you know, like 50 pounds with a weight belt on. Okay. No shame in my game. Nope. <laughs> you know, because, and I've, and I've had people like kind of kid around like, well, cause they know that they're good friends of mine and, and all of that, like, you know, kind of kid and, and, uh, but I, I really don't care. Like I don't want to get hurt. Yep. So just do whatever's going to protect you. And at the end of the day, you're just doing what's best for you. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do you <laughs> do you boo. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to us talk about all kinds of shit. Yeah. <laughs> As usual. Yeah. A lot of, a lot all of, over the, all over the map. A lot of stuff coming up for us to talk about over the next yeah, so we many have weeks. Some pretty good topics. I'm leaving up. for the Olympia this weekend. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's my first time. Well, I, the first time I've been to Olympia was years and years ago and it was fucking crazy. Yeah. It's so cool. So I really I'm going to be go there. with you, but I'm I going know. to Tahoe. I know. Oh, next time. Um, but yeah, that, and uh, we got a really cool thing we're doing in October. We won't be able to talk about that oh, for a yeah. while, but I got Stay casted tuned. for something. Stay tuned. And yeah, lots of stuff. Oh, and the Open is starting. I know. Uh, I know. So Crazy. lots of stuff to talk about. Um, yeah, keep sending us emails with Remember some specific to, topics. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, we, we've really loved having people on. Yeah. So maybe if you guys have professionals in different industries you'd love to be able to talk to or, or sorry, learn from or hear about certain topics or things, uh, maybe give us some of those industries because we have um, a lot of people that we can work through and, and, you know, connect with in Santa Cruz. And then we do travel a lot. So, yeah, we've already started reaching out to send it into uh, between the reps at gmail.com. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, no. Hold on. And don't forget to. Oh, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, five-star rating, five-star warning. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.